This is Honest Homeopathy, where we are empowering mamas everywhere to care for their families. The information in this podcast is to be used for educational purposes only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor. I am not a physician, nor am I prescribing or making health care decisions for you. Welcome back to Honest Homeopathy. I'm excited to be back with you this week. Thank you to everyone who tuned into last week's episode where we talked about the remedy Drosera and how it can help with violent coughs. I want to say a quick thank you to everyone who listens faithfully to my podcast every week. If you have any questions about this or past episodes, or if you have a homeopathy story to share, please feel free to reach out to me at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. I'm not a doctor or a certified homeopath. I'm just a mama who is passionate about homeopathy and caring for my family. While using homeopathy, I've seen amazing results, and I enjoy sharing the knowledge I've learned with others. Thank you again to everyone who listens and for learning and growing with me. This past week, I began my homeopathy study group, and our first class was really great. At least I thought so. (laughs) I love talking about homeopathy with others and building community together. If participating in one of these classes is something you're interested in, and this time it just wasn't convenient, please send me an email at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com and just let me know what times would work for you. I'm planning on teaching several more this year and would like to pick convenient times for those who are interested. Also, I want to say a quick thank you to each of you who have left a review recently. You all have said the most encouraging and uplifting things, and it makes me feel even more dedicated and determined to produce this podcast every week. Okay, let's get started with this week's episode. We'll start by discussing our remedy of the week, as well as take an honest look at the remedies that I have been using in my own home and for my family over the past week. And lastly, I will share a holistic health tip that you can easily implement in your own home. Our remedy of the week is Natsulf. The Latin name for this remedy is Natrum Sulfuricum. The keywords to remember to associate with this remedy are head injuries. Again, the keywords to remember are head injuries. Natsulf is a homeopathic medicine that is prepared from sodium sulfate. If you're familiar with the 12 cell salts, you will recognize that Natsulf is one of them. One of the key traits of this remedy is that it's beneficial for people who have physical issues because they live in cold, damp places. This could be a house in a wet area or possibly a basement. It also greatly helps medical conditions that arise because of exposure to wet and cold. In my Materia Medica, it talks about this remedy being beneficial for the hydrogenoid constitution. I hope I pronounced that correctly. (laughs) This means a person suffers extreme sensitivity to living in damp, wet areas, bathing, and watery foods. So this can include foods such as plants grown near the water, and often this person cannot eat fish. This person suffers from an imbalance of water in the body. Natsulf is a remedy that can help the body create this balance by removing excess water. Important words to remember for this remedy include damp and cold, but the keywords I decided on for this remedy is head injury. Natsulf is the number one remedy to remember for head injuries after taking Arnica. 
Oftentimes, NatSulf will be the remedy of choice for a head injury when a person suffers a variety of negative symptoms after a head injury has occurred. The saying, quote-unquote, never well since, can be applied to a person with a head injury who needs NatSulf. This could include mental trouble after a head injury, such as personality change, recurring headaches, as well as neurological issues. NatSulf can also be a cough and asthma remedy, when these ailments are brought on by dampness and humid conditions. A person who suffers from conditions and symptoms that can benefit from this remedy will often say that they feel better from dry, warm weather. This makes sense seeing that many of the ailments are brought on by cold, damp weather. As you can see, this is definitely the remedy to have on hand if you or someone in your family suffers from ailments brought on by the cold, wet, and damp. I encourage you to take some time this week to research and gain more knowledge about the remedy Natrum Sulfuricum. Homeopathy is an investment in your health, and it's one that you won't regret. Welcome back. So we've taken some time to learn about our remedy of the week, Nat Sulf. Now we are going to take an honest look at the homeopathy I've been using in my own home over the past week. We didn't need too many remedies in our home this week. My son has had a little cold, so we have been giving him cold calm to help with the symptoms, but overall he is dealing with it just fine. I do need to share a story that made my mama heart proud though. So the first symptom that my son came down with was a sore throat. He called me into his room that morning and said, Mommy, my throat hurts. I need a remedy. You guys, it just made me so happy to hear my little guy ask for a remedy. He knows that they have made him feel better in the past, so he knew to ask for one. I believe it's important that we are teaching our children about homeopathy so that they know and understand the benefits and are able to carry them on to the next generation. I know there are several homeopathy curriculums out there that are geared specifically for kids. I plan to do these with my children when they get older. So Joette Calabrese has one called The Ultimate Cool Kids Guide to Homeopathy. This is a practical homeopathy perspective. And Paula Brown, President for Americans for Homeopathy Choice, also has a kids curriculum. She offers curriculum for kids from pre-K all the way to high school. I will include the link in the show notes for both of these. These are some really great resources to be able to teach our kids about homeopathy. While I was leading my study group this week, we were going over some of the basics and foundational principles of homeopathy. After my class, I thought about how good it is to be reminded of these simple and important facts about homeopathy, and I thought that I would share a quick foundational fact about this medicine over the next few weeks just to remind us all of some of these important things. So first up this week is a little info about the founder of homeopathy. Samuel Hahnemann was the founder of homeopathy. He was a German physician in the 18th century, and he discovered the law of similars, which is what homeopathy is founded on. In Washington, D.C., near Scott Circle, there is a statue of Samuel Hahnemann. This is the only statue in D.C. that is dedicated to a physician. It's important when sharing homeopathy with our family and friends that we have knowledge about this medicine and its history. So now you can tell them when and who founded this amazing medicine. Well, there you have it. These are all the things that have been going on with me this week that have to do with homeopathy. I love being able to share my experiences using homeopathy with all of you. I hope you find it beneficial and are encouraged as well.
So this week for our holistic health tip, I want to talk about finances. <laughs> I know you all are probably thinking, what? What does finances and money have to do with living a healthy life? In my opinion, a lot, actually. So if you have listened to my podcast for a while, you probably know that I believe in a holistically healthy lifestyle. So this means that I emphasize the importance of the whole health of a person rather than just single parts. So yes, do I believe exercising is important? Absolutely, but it doesn't stop there. Health also is affected by what we eat, the medicine we take, the thoughts we think, as well as the amount of stress in our lives. And that is where finances come in. Money issues are one of the number one stressors in people's lives. So today we are going to talk about money and ways to reduce the stress in our lives. So I want to rewind a little bit and give you a little backstory on how I was taught about money. I have amazing parents that I love so very much and they taught me so many wonderful things. But one of the areas I'm extremely grateful for and what they have taught me was in the area of money. Both of my parents were very frugal with money and wise spenders. So Rachel Cruz has a saying that oftentimes with kids, more is caught than is taught. And this is true with how my parents raised me concerning money. I don't ever really remember us sitting down and having lessons about finances, but I observed them my whole life. My parents managing their money well and being very frugal and good stewards. I do remember my dad making comments about how we shouldn't be in debt to others and to only spend money that we actually have. So those were definitely key lessons that I remember taking away from conversations with him. These lessons stuck with me into my adulthood and debt was not something that I wanted in my life. So when me and my husband got married, we had similar views on money, but I would say I definitely had more of an anti-debt philosophy. So once we got married, we worked on tackling debt together. So we had a school loan, which we paid off pretty quickly, but then we also had a business loan we took out when we started our business. And it was at this time that we discovered Dave Ramsey, and it was a game changer for us. So some people don't like Dave Ramsey because he's quite blunt and in your face about money. But personally, I really like his approach. I think he is this way because he's been bankrupt and knows the huge amounts of stress that this problem with money brings on a person's life and to their family. And he doesn't want others to experience that. So anyway, when we discovered Dave, we started applying what he calls the seven baby steps to financial freedom. And I just want to tell you guys, it has been such a game changer for our family. We no longer have stress in our lives about money. And ultimately, this affects our health in a positive way. And I'm going to share the baby steps with you today from their website with a little bit of information about each step and hopefully encourage you to start your own financial freedom journey. I will include the link to this information in the show notes so that you can study it in more detail if you'd like to. Okay, here we go. Baby step one, save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. This emergency fund will cover those unexpected life events you can't plan for, like a flat tire, or maybe the battery in your car goes dead. So that's baby step number one. Baby step two, pay off all of your debt, except the house, using the debt snowball. This is how they explain the debt snowball on their website. Next, it's time to pay off the cars, the credit cards, and the student loans. Start by listing all of your debts except for your mortgage. Put them in order by balance from smallest to largest, regardless of interest rate. Pay minimum payments on everything but the little one. Attack that one with a vengeance. 
Once it's gone, take that payment and put it towards the second smallest debt, making minimum payments on the rest. That's what's called the debt snowball method, and you'll use it to knock out your debts one by one. Number three, save three to six months of expenses in a fully funded emergency fund. Take that money you were throwing at your debt and build a fully funded emergency fund that covers three to six months of your expenses. This will protect you against life's bigger surprises, like the loss of a job or your car breaking down without slipping back into debt. So everybody's emergency fund is different. Some people might choose to do a three month. Some people might to do a six month. Since we're self-employed, we choose to do a little bit bigger of an emergency fund. So just figure out what works best for you. Baby step four, invest 15% of your household income into retirement. This is the step where you start regularly investing 15% of your gross income for retirement. You want to make sure you're prepared for your future. Baby step five, save for your children's college funds. So the types of accounts that Dave Ramsey recommends are 529 and college saving plans or ESAs, education savings accounts. We just have ours personally in a money market account right now, but we might look into these in the future. Baby step number six, pay off your home early. Extra money put towards your mortgage can save you tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars in interest. It really is incredible. So we paid off our first home in full and it was the most amazing feeling ever. So we are working hard to pay this home off um, and hope to do it significantly earlier than our mortgage is laid out for. Baby step seven, build wealth and give. This is the step of true financial freedom. In this step, you can live and more importantly, give like no one else. This is when you will leave a financial legacy to the next generation. So again, all of these baby steps and these explanations I've given are on Dave Ramsey's website, which I will include in the show notes. Our family is currently on baby steps four, five, and six. So when you reach those, you do those three simultaneously. So working, we, so we are working hard to pay off our mortgage so that we can be completely debt-free. If you too decide to start this journey, please email me and let me know. I'm like a finance junkie. I love numbers. I love just balancing my checkbook, all the things. So I love being a cheerleader to those who are working to get out of debt and become financially free. So I will cheer you on if you decide to take this journey. I know that money can be a touchy topic for some people, but I encourage you this week just to check out the Ramsey website read more about the baby steps, check out their podcast, and challenge yourself to get on a journey to financial freedom and ultimately better health. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions about homeopathy or anything I've mentioned in today's episode, or a story you'd like to share, please feel free to reach out to me at honesthomeopathypodcast at gmail.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, I encourage you to take a minute to leave a review and to share this podcast with others you know. If you leave a review, don't forget to shoot me an email and I will send you my free homeopathy gift. Just a quick recap of today's show. Our remedy of the week is Natsulf, and the keywords to remember are head injury. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. This is Honest Homeopathy. Thank you for listening. Mamas everywhere, I hope you feel empowered to care for your family.
Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review. We have a new podcast coming out every Monday to help you on your journey of homeopathy. I'll see you next time.